What's up? It's hey. your boy, Movie Mike. <laughs> this might be my least favorite running joke that you have going on. But that I can't decide on a name. Yeah, Movie Mike doesn't sound terrible though. <laughs> sound good. Movie Mike Collins. What up? It's Movie Mike. No, I'm Michael. Movie Collins. <laughs> Hi, what's up? I'm Jake. Welcome, movie lovers, to Cinemate. Hola. The podcast that celebrates the magic of cinema in the world of television. There's no mm. magic in television? Jeez. Apparently not, even though it's the Man. better it's the better of the two. What's up? What's poppin'? How's it going? We uh we missed an episode this week. We took a break. We did take a break. One because we needed it after we watched the Oppenheimer. Hello to our video viewers. After we watched the Barbenheimer, we needed to take a little bit of a break. And we were like, you know what? Let's just let this thing breathe. Let's not mess yeah. with the algorithm. Let's just let this thing flow. And uh, I'm here to report it is officially our most successful episode so far. So round of applause to ourselves. Woo! Doing good things here. Ah, honestly, we have a bigger following than I thought we did. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, we actually have a lot of people listening to our thing. And not just that. They're listening to this, like, through. We have a very high retention rate. It's like 70%. Ooh. It's really good. Thanks, guys. People like our chemistry. Sure. <laughs> they like me actually they're here for me not you okay yeah whatever yeah. didn't you get a comment shut up <laughs> <laughs> our, our one and only hater they said good episode though yeah and they were mainly making fun of the movie and the the movement of that movie but it was a comment we got a comment like we, we got people listening it's kind of exciting I love it what's up so keep listening thanks guys Show me those movie numbers, movie boy. Yeah, you want to just get right into this? So <laughs> normally on Mondays we go through the box office. Have not done that for this week, so no better way than just kick off, keep the Barbenheimer hype going because <laughs> this thing's not dying down anytime no. soon. The official numbers for the weekend domestically of expected the Barb and the Heimer, one and two. Number one, Barbie with a gross of $162 million. Holy that was its official three-day report, and it has only grown since then. Number two, Oppenheimer, $82 million. So what we learned was this was officially really? it, domestically. This is domestic, okay. This is domestic. When you combine the two, it's a lot higher, like a, a, yeah, a yeah. lot higher. The weekend's total for the two was, I believe, around $33 million. <laughs> $330 million for the two combined. Officially, the biggest box office ever. For? In general. A, wow. For a weekend. Yeah. It is the biggest box office we have ever seen for a weekend. Heck yeah. I'm glad it's good movies too. Not like yeah. Minions, Rise of Gru or something. Yeah, exactly. They're actually fantastic movies. And it- I have a Minions? I, we've already talked about this. I'm not giving more of my Minion takes. What I've seen is that people who are going to see Barbie, and if they're sold out, go to see Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. Which is a tremendous strategy, because why Heck not? Yeah. Why not? So both movies have been extremely successful so far. Yep. This is currently Barbie as we stand, because this is a Friday that we're recording, is at $500 million Let's already go. in one week. Holy. This is moving towards a billion dollars real fast. And if this has what I believe is going to be tremendous legs, we're going to be reaching a billion a lot sooner than expected because I've been looking at showtimes because I'm a nerd and I've been looking at when like just theaters and how full they are. I went on Monday to buy tickets for my girlfriend for Thursday. It was already full. <laughs> the screening was already full on Thursday. Wow. 
And we're headed for a huge weekend once again for Barbie. Like this is not going to be stopping anytime soon. It's projected for a third for a three day weekend forecast of ninety million dollars in its second weekend. So this hype is just continuing. I'm sure it's going to be people who've already seen the movie, people who yeah. have been told to go see the movie, and not far far behind Oppenheimer, fifty million dollar projection for the weekend. Are you going to go see them both again? No, no. I wish I want to. But I also don't have the mental capacity at the moment. No. It's been a tough week. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's also been so hot outside. I know. That any time I leave my house, I feel like I'm melting a little bit on the inside. Yeah, it's kind of tough. You wait all year for it to be hot, and then you just want to be inside. It's Ontario summers, man. Ontario summers are the worst Quite thing annoying. ever invented. Yeah. It's like 40 degrees outside. We've had a week to sit with it. What do you, uh, what do you think of the movies still? Oh, they, they've, they've sat very well for me. Oppenheimer, I think especially, has sat tremendously well with me. Barbie, not Barbie, not as much. I just remember more of the humor from Barbie. But both of them, like, I have great thoughts about all of them, and I just like they're just fun times, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just a good weekend. I'm happy to see they're succeeding to the level that they are. Now, this is a double-edged sword as well, because does this give actors more leverage or does this give studios more leverage that this all plays into the sag strike as well yeah because with as much as it's grossing studios should not be delaying movies studios should be wanting to get this done (laughs) like i i would not be sitting here thinking that okay we just had the biggest box office ever for movies and we're gonna sit here and go yeah let's just delay movies let's just who cares why what that makes no sense capitalize on this yeah. Do something about this. Studios, you are not you are not the what everyone wants to see. It's the actors. It's the actors. Look at what happens. Look at literally what has happened between this. Everyone loved the idea of Barbie with Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie and went out to see those two people be characters that they thought were intrigued by an interesting premise. Warner Brothers, that was not you. Oppenheimer was Christopher Nolan and Killian Murphy and the ensemble cast. That was not universal. Continue this growth. Finish the strike. And apparently they're not even asking for much. They're asking for $22 million. Yeah. And studios are like, well, why would we ever do that? Meanwhile, Bob Iger makes $28 million. So <laughs> getting paid more than what they're asking for. That is peanuts to wow. Hollywood. Absolute peanuts. If I'm the studios, I'm looking at these numbers and saying, why the hell are we doing this? Let's finish the strike and let's get these movies going because this is good. This is good gradual momentum that the box office needed. People are going to see movies. Why are you? Why would you stop that? And you're gonna say Dune's gonna get delayed? Poor things just did. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, Logos, Yorgos Lanthimos' new movie. It's still in 2023. It's in December now, so a bit more of an Oscar-friendly window. But they're not. They're obviously not shy. That's two movies that have been delayed now. Anyways, yikes! <laughs> just pay, just pay them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it every single week. I'm just gonna keep saying something until the, it's done. Yeah, like, of course. Pay them, pay, pay them. Tremendous Please. weekend for the two of them at the box office. <laughs> As was Sound of Freedom. Let's go once again. Twenty-seven percent drop. Okay, we gotta see it. Twenty million dollars given, with everything else, one hundred and thirty-three million dollars. That is gross domestically. Only domestically, it is not released worldwide. What a story, once again, and it's not going to stop the projections for this weekend. Has it mocking finishing fourth with $16 million, so it is just staying. 
Nice. I don't want to see it. We got to see it. No. We have to see this movie. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I don't want to see I it. We could probably find it online now. It's not online yet. I've been looking. Not on like Stu. You, you know, illegally find that. Oh, you want to watch a cam version of it? Yeah. You know, <laughs> Polish subtitles or something on the bottom. You don't want to even watch the, the full on HD version of it? No. But it's like two and a half hours long. You can knock that out. I don't want to sit through a cam recording of two and a half hours long. Do it on like the toilet. <laughs> Every time you have like two minutes. Also, we're not condemning. Don't like. Don't go watch cam versions of Barbie and Oppenheimer. Don't do that. That's awful. Don't do that. Go watch the theaters. No. <laughs> no. That sitting here and saying like <laughs> streaming things is a different story. Watching cam versions of stuff. You're, if you are one of those people that just watch cam versions because you're that desperate that you don't want to go watch a movie in theaters, check yourself. Cam versions suck. They're terrible. Why would you ever watch them? Especially like action movies. It's just some person standing there shaking their camera like crazy and you just hear the entire time because the sound is so bad. It's so funny when like somebody stands up to go to the wall. <laughs> you just see a head <laughs> walking through the thing. Oh, I, don't get me wrong. I've clicked on them because I think they're funny to see how awful the quality is. But I've never actually. No, that's not true. I've, I've watched one. I've watched a lot I've, of those. You've watched a lot yeah. of cam. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on, man. What was the most recent cam one you've watched? Ugh. I watched the mission, the newest Mission Impossible on one, like last week. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was Polish subtitled. So you rewatched Mission Impossible? Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Are you actually being serious? Yeah, <laughs> that's why I knew Polish subtitles because it wasn't Polish. You're part of the problem, you know. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Speaking of Mission Impossible, good segue. Not doing well. Third week, uh, second week. Sorry, this is going on to its third week. Only $20 million domestically, 64% drop. Total right now, it's at $378 million, and there was reports that came out today that this is not it for, this is basically it for Mission Impossible. They're dropping 1,200 theaters this weekend to make way for Barbie and Oppenheimer. expected. Not this fast. Normally, they have legs. This was on its pace to be the biggest opening for Mission Impossible. It is now not even going to make money. Oh. It is no longer going to be profitable. Dropping that many theaters in your third week and only your third week is terrible. Yikes. Really bad. What was the budget on that? Uh, I think $110 million. Don't quote me on that. You can search that up. But yeah, it's, I, a, it's approaching apparently a mocked $13 million for this weekend. $291. Oof. Well, it's made, it says it's made 378 yeah, you have to double that to make money. Oh, true. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's not making money, which is unfortunate. Hey, maybe since you watched a cam version, you can go out and... Yeah, okay. I'll give you money, Mr. Cruz. There you go. So that's so that sucks. I think the release date of that movie was really not great. They should have thought about moving it, possibly to December, to make way for the Barbenheimer. But also, let's be honest, no one thought it was going to be as big as it was. Barbenheimer? Yeah. Or Mission Impossible? Barbenheimer. Yeah. Yeah, it's a like at, at face value, it's, it's a really good movie too. Go see Mission Impossible in theaters, not on in cam. theaters, not on a cam. In to be fair, you already did watch it in theaters once, so you did pay for it. So like, you get a bit more leeway. But like six months ago, at face value, what were you taking to be the bigger grocer? Barbie, Oppenheimer, or Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning? Right? Like, yeah. Mission Impossible Mission coming Impossible. off of Top Gun and follow being the highest grossing of the franchise so far. For this Jeez. to maybe not even hit five hundred million dollars worldwide, it's not good. 
Poor Tom. Sucks. It does suck. Part two is not going to be affected by this. It's already ma- mostly filmed. It's not. That's not going to factor into this. Just hopefully people will go out and see this next time. And Paramount, can you give things like better release dates? This is not the first time they've done this. What they do before? <laughs> Only the biggest bomb of last year. Mama little, Mia. Too. Little Babylon. Oh, Babylon. Putting that yeah. dead in the center of Avatar was the worst thing I've ever seen a studio do. Yeah. They also marketed that horribly. True, but like this is Mission Impossible. You shouldn't have to market it to a huge umpteenth you got Tommy degree. Tommy C. It's just the fact that two other movies are put in the middle of it. And Paramount, you just, just do, do better yeah. next time. That That's all your fault. But go see it if you haven't seen it yet. I know there's some people that are like, oh, only Barbie and Oppenheimer. If you can't see both, if they're still busy this weekend, go see Mission Impossible before it leaves theater. A movie that's sticking around, which did not do well on its first weekend. Elemental. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny still in the top five. Really? Not. I don't know anybody who's seen this movie. I haven't seen it yet either. (laughs) But it has had legs, which is good because it was looking to be a monumental flop. Not anymore. It's at currently $340 million. Still not enough for its profit, but it is at least less of a bomb than it would have been with its $300 million budget. (laughs) So that is very close to leaving theaters. It's going to be probably under 2000 this weekend as for this weekend it is currently estimated to make just five million dollars so it's huh. it's holding around but not for much longer so probably a similar drop just a very last resort option if you haven't seen yeah. the other ones in sixth insidious the red door everyone's favorite horror movie Let's still go. kicking around six million dollars a 49 percent drop really good for horror with a current worldwide of $160 million, this is very profitable. Probably ending up one of the most one of the most profitable movies of the year with just its measly $10 million budget. Blumhouse knows what they're doing. Similarly, Elemental, like you said, once again, a fantastic drop, 37%. It's been basically every single week this thing has been dropping 30%, 30%, 37%, 37%. It's great. Thank, thankfully, yeah. currently at a worldwide total of $360 million. So it's making some, crawling its way, crawling its way back to making some money. It's getting closer to $400 million. It's Hell getting, yeah. It's getting there. I don't think it'll hit it, but it, if they hit it and break even. Nice. It's good. That's a good thing. It's good stuff. Number eight, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Still making money. $3 million for the weekend in its eighth week of release. Okay, I, I'll go see it. Yeah, this is probably your last weekend. Yeah, I'll go see so it. So you should go see it. And it's going to be a little bit of uh, spoilers for next week. We're going to be doing a full-on animation episode. So you should probably see it before we go do that. Maybe Currently, I'll watch it on a cam. No, I will kill you. If that animation, send you a photo of me watching That animation is way too good to be wasted on a cam. It is slowly approaching $700 million. It's at six. Seven seven, don't know if it's gonna make it. It'll get close, but if it hits seven hundred million dollars, that is an insane accomplishment for this movie. Number nine, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts, still making a million dollars. Wow, it's done though. It's out of theaters after this. Seven hundred theaters left, so it's just those random theaters that are still playing it. It's out on digital. It's coming. It's preparing for Blu-ray. Current worldwide four hundred and twenty-seven million dollars cool nice no not really yeah it's fully out of the top 10 for predictions worldwide 
Spider-Man is at $2 million with less than 1,000 theaters. So it is, it's out. This is your last chance to get see this on the big screen. Go watch it if you haven't yet. Rounding out the top 10. Am I guess? Hmm. From last weekend, eh? Hmm. To be and Binu. No, that's not out yet. Uh, it's also a movie that's been out for a while. <laughs> oh, for a while? Yeah. Oh, no, because... Was it not Joyride? Is it the other No, Joyride comedy? Crash and Burn at the box office. It is the other movie. Yeah. No Hard Feelings. Slowly finishing out its theatrical market with a million dollars that weekend, which brings it to 800 and tw- 800, wow, I wish, $82 million worldwide. Not bad, not great. Sounds about right. For honestly, for an R rated hor- horror movie, R rated comedy movie, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. Just wish more people saw it, but also I could be. Yeah, I feel like it'll be a streaming, darling. Like, yeah, it it'll will. pop up somewhere. It's preparing for its really digital like it. release next week, so it will be out on digital. That is when I will go and watch it because I just have had zero time to watch this. Other movies that are in the top 10 for uh, domestic predictions Haunted Mansion, only $28 million domestically predicted. Looking like it might be yet another Disney flop this year. Disney has not been doing great at all. It looks good, though. Looks a little fun. Reviews say otherwise. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not getting great reviews. I've heard it is very boring. Tough. Talk to me. I want to see that one. Yes, I've heard this is a fantastic indie horror movie with two brand new directors. We'll get to it a little bit later uh, as what's coming out this week. And that's about it. I've covered everything else in the top ten. So that's that's this weekend's box office. As for 2023 worldwide so far, not a lot of change. Still number one Super Mario movie with $1.3 billion. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 closing out its run. $844 million. Still pretty good for a franchise that everyone thinks is dead after Secret Invasion ended this year. forgot that those came out this year. It's been a weird year, eh? Yeah. It's been like a very fast year. Like we saw year. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. It felt like months and months ago it feels like it's been a really fast but slow at the same time yeah. year it's been a strange year especially for movies like it feels at the same time like there's not a lot that has come out but then i look through my list and i'm like it's been a really solid year for movies yeah it's just been I a forgot strange that those year even existed this year speaking of forgotten existent fast eight fast x <laughs> I forgot. 700 million dollars closing its total out across the spider verse like i said six seven seven so it's it's close it's close it's might get seven hundred. Little Mermaid finished there at five six zero, and then Barbie at number six, which is an incredible one weekend. Already grossed way more than Ant Man the Wasp: Quantumania did in its entire run. Damn, which finished as number seven with four hundred and seventy six million dollars. Transformers: Rise of the Beasts passes John Wick Chapter Nine. To pick up number eight with 427, John Wick Chapter 9, Chapter 9, I can't speak right now, Chapter 4 with 426, and Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, 378 as number 10 to round that out. Elemental just outside of the top 10. So that means Elemental was knocked out of the top 10. Cool with, beans. With Bobby coming out there, and Indiana Jones slowly behind. So it might pick up to Elemental, might not. We'll see what happens there. That's the box office. Interesting. Interesting week and thrilling for the box office. Do you like box office talk? I find it interesting when you explain stuff. I think like, it's do a, I have reach it out on my own accord to go find this information? Not I think really. it's a very underrated metric for theatrical, like to measure the theatrical market. Yeah, 
when you see just like the lines and how everything moves and just seeing how much everything's making, it's just it's kind of fun. It's really nerdy, <laughs> but I, I do like when you like research an old movie or you look at something and you see how much money it cost and then how much money it made. I always find that line of the Wikipedia. It's even cooler when you adjust it for inflation. Oh, chill, brother. <laughs> your favorite movie and just that for inflation? <laughs> it's getting even more money than you expected. <laughs> All right. All right. Interesting so that, beans. That wraps up everything there. I had a little segment I wanted to do. Let's go. I've been wanting to do this since the first episode where we talked about, at the halfway point, our favorite movies of the year. Let me give you the opposite. I want to give you my favorite TV shows. Oh. I thought you were going to say your hated, most hated No, movies. because that will save that for the end of the year. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't like hating. Like, Contrary to popular belief, considering this podcast is just us hating on everything, I don't like hating on movies or TV shows. Yeah, I don't believe that. You don't believe that? Barbie a four and a half. Grow up, little boy. <laughs> so, with these, I will give you my one at a time, and then I'll give you my reasoning why. So okay. It'll kind of be like a, if you haven't seen this yet, these are your reasons why you should go watch these. Sorry. And you might have some stuff to, uh, to add to them, because I think you've seen some of these, maybe. Let's get started, shall we? Number 10, Beef. This was all of the rave in the town when it came out earlier on Netflix this year. I was not as big of a fan as this as a lot of other people was because it starts off really slow. Like really slow. And it kind of takes a bit to build into it. But once it does, it's uh, really fun. It's a really fun ride. It is a limited release, so it's not a limited series. So there's no season two. As, As far as we know, Netflix could just go. What was the controversy with that show? Was there a controversy? Yeah, it wasn't like the creator a creep or something. Oh, yeah, that happens. I forgot about that. <laughs> There's a creator who was an actor in it. I don't remember something, who exactly yeah. it was. It is really fun, though. Those latter half episodes, a lot yeah. of fun. There's one episode in particular that's kind of like, I hate using uncut gems. As like a, you use it like every episode. I know I do. Also I need waiting to find... for you to say Rose Gallery. <laughs> I do say that way too much, don't I? I will tr- now that you say that I'm trying to not. It's got a rose gallery. No, of guest stars no, no, no. This. I'm not gonna say it. So <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's very bingeable. Okay. Like once you get past the first four episodes, those last I think I binged the last six in a row. I think I was really bored. It's one ten day. episodes. Ten episodes, and they're about thirty minutes each. Okay. So not too long. I like that. Yeah, you can get it done if you haven't watched it yet. If you're one of the only like ten people that haven't watched it, because a lot of people I do know have seen this. Me. Go watch it. I have not watched this. Really good performances in there. Probably will get recognized. Oh, it did get recognized with the Emmys. <laughs> I was going to say probably. Emmys already out, brother. It did. It did get delayed. So that is news coming out this week as well. Yeah. Getting delayed. But that's my number 10. As for my number 9, Yellow Jacket Season 2. This is a very cult-like show uh, with a very cult-like following. I've heard a lot of people not like this season as much as the last season saying it's very inconsequential, which I don't disagree with. It feels like they have planned five seasons of this show, and this season does not move nearly as fast as I think it should have. That being said, it's like a powerhouse in acting. I really love the way they interweave the two stories because it's it's the past and the present stories that they interweave, and the more you learn about everything. They do need to pick it up. I will admit they need to speed up the process a little bit more. They have to keep it going because it's really slow at the moment. That said, I don't 
everyone's like crapping on it. I've seen so many people hating really? on it. I yeah, thought I had a lot of hype when it came out. I've heard so many people not like it, and I'm like, it's good. It's a good watch. I enjoyed it when it was the the peaks cinema time of Ted Lasso's Yellow Jacket Succession. I I enjoyed it. It's like a nice palate cleanser, honestly. It's really creepy, but it's really fun, and still consistent as one of the better TV shows out there, even though people will disagree for some reason. That's my number nine. Number eight, Platonic. I've talked about this before on the podcast. Limited series, we've learned, so this will not be returning for now. Oh, no. Which You're really high on this one. I'm a little gutted about. I wish we could have more. I just really like Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen together. Somebody get me an Apple TV code. I have given you one. Yeah, but then it needed another code, and it didn't work. All right. If you're listening and you have any Apple TV codes, reach out to us on watch. Twitter. Because this man has way too much to watch on Apple. Yeah, it seems like the best streaming service. It is the best. Why do you still have Netflix? I, I don't pay for Netflix. Whose Netflix are you using? Uh, someone's mom's, I think. Someone? It's not my parents. Is it Maddie's? Oh, yeah, probably Maddie's. Why'd you say someone's? I don't know, because there's like two names, and one, I've just never seen that person's name. It's like, I want to say Pinu, but that's <laughs> being Pinu. No, I don't know, it's like Barbara, or I don't know what it is. Okay. Yeah, Apple's way better than Netflix. I'd, what, literally, what's the reason of having Netflix anymore? But we don't even really watch Netflix. I just watch cable, man. Get cable. <sighs> I have cable. Cable rules. Cable does not rule. What's wrong with cable? I can watch American Idol, the news. Sports. People watch the news. No one cares about the news. We're in journalism, my guy. <laughs> I care about sports journalism. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> that is my number seven. It's a really fun, yeah. romantic, not romantic show because the whole point is it's platonic. Uh, just It has rom-com elements to it, but stays consistent this is a, about two friends and their journey and it was a really good time i would not be against apple if they decide to break their their rule of limited series and give it another season because i think there's a lot of length to this show i don't think one season is enough quite frankly i don't think we have enough feel-good comedies that are out there that just you throw on for 30 minutes you feel feel good about it it's good writing yeah good acting and you're just like hey see ya i like those i want easy stuff to digest not digestible easy. Uh, Succession. <laughs> Number seven, no. Number seven is Miss Davis. This was a show that came out from David Lin- Damien Linloff, I believe is his name. I, I could be so wrong about that. It's the guy who wrote Lost. So he's back for this one. It is this sci-fi, like, futuristic, but set in the presence, um, mixed with some medieval stuff as well. In it. Uh, it's not, like... It's not super prevalent, but it's about this device called Mrs. Davis that's come and take over. It's like an app that you can listen to it. It's an algorithm that tells you what to do. It's basically dead reckoning, but better writing. Oh, what's it on? It was on Crave. Oh, Canadian? Yeah. Uh, No, no, no. HBO? Damien Lindelof is American, yeah. It was Showcase, Uh, Showcase. Really good, really fun. Really, really funny yeah. too. Okay. Really weird. Not so, digestible though. It's a lot. It's long. It? They're longer episodes too. They're about like an hour and ten minutes each episode. I think it's seven episodes, but it's it is a lot to digest. But it is funny. So they have a lot of humor. But if if you don't like weird, you're probably not gonna like this show because it is 
extremely weird. <laughs> like, very out there. But if you like weird, it's right up your alley. Go to watch. Miss Davis is my number seven. Heck yeah. Number six, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, season 16. I tried it um, last week after you told me to watch it. I yeah. feel like I'm missing something. I'm a huge Seinfeld guy, and this feels like modern Seinfeld. Yeah. I've liked a couple episodes. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I want to, I want to really like it. Every like clip I see, I like think is hilarious. And then I watch the show, and I don't, I'm not like as laughing out loud as I want to be. Have you watched previous seasons? Yeah, I've, I, I bought the, a couple on YouTube. Mm. I'm, I'm the person who buys stuff on YouTube. Yes, you are. I think we said that on the podcast, yeah. but he is that one. I think guy. I watched the two, three, four, five. And you like them? You just, I'm, it's I'm, the same I feel thing? like I'm waiting to get into the show every time I finish a season. That is what it is. If you've is seen it? those seasons, uh, like it is what it is. It's funny. Yeah, I do. I do like it. I just I want to love it, and I don't. This mm. sucks. I think I just like Seinfeld, and it just feels like new Seinfeld, raunchy Seinfeld. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm a huge fan of the show. Yeah. Well, I want to. I want to like it. It seems really, really good to like everyone who everyone loves this show. The most common complaint I've seen with like the new seasons is that it looks too Hollywood. Versus it does the look old like they got season. a lot more money. Versus like the old seasons are very like grimy, yeah. like the the four by three ratio of the episodes. Versus this is like a full like yeah full screen. It looks a lot more polished. I don't disagree with it, but also I don't care enough. I I watch it but for it their chemistry. Yeah, I watch the, it for. They're really the really good together. Oh, like, they're fantastic. They're fantastic. You can tell they're friends. Yeah, and it. it it's the same thing. It's even funnier. There's two episodes in particular that I think are peak sunny in this yeah. season. Uh, the bowling one's really funny. The uh, the season finale is pretty controversial. Ooh. I don't know why. I think yeah, it's, I'll finish it up. I think it's so funny. Like controversial in a bad way? Or controversial way in like the fact that people are like, you wasted my time. Oh. Oh, <laughs> is it a dream or something? I hate the dreams. It's... I don't... don't I can't don't say it, it but like... It. It's on point ish to that. Ew, but I it's, hate that. I but hate it's, when things. It's do Glenn that. Howerton acting his ass off for twenty five minutes, and Glenn Howerton, like I've said before, underrated actor. I think he's due for a he's very really successful funny. career, and we've seen him try to quit Sony before, but he just keeps crawling his way back. Oh really? Yeah, he had that AP Bio show that came out. I loved AP Bio. Yeah, so it he was left. Really, Sonny. really funny. He left Sony because he got burnt out of it. Because they're also all included on the writing process too, so okay. it's not just they, that's how they make sure the show stays consistent. They're all in the show, uh, so he left, and then they've got a dentist dummy for one of the seasons. So it was just the, like a sex toy that they brought out. His mouth was like wide open, and Mac was like, "Oh yeah, he stays with me. <laughs> I sleep with him at night, and things like that." Uh, and then AP Bio got canceled, and he came calling his way right back. Why'd they cancel AP Bio? By they the canceled way? the Mick too, which is Caitlin Olson's show, and that one's also pretty like they're all funny. They're all great actors and i think that they all should have good careers outside yeah. of sunny i just i'm happy that sunny hasn't gotten still going yeah it's not it's not ending anytime soon as well yeah. it still has another two season renewal from fx because they like to renew sunny in chunks and i it could be done after season 18 maybe i don't i just why i think it's funnier that the longer the show goes on and the older they get it's just they're still the same i think it's great i think yeah. it's hilarious why but, would you why would you end that show like that what? So like yeah, like why? I think you could you imagine them seven years old still making the show? I think it would be hilarious. It's like Curb or something. 
it's it, that's the closest thing that I've seen in a live action form aside from like The Simpsons. But The Simpsons obviously is dead. Like it's it's basically a dead show, even though people still watch it. Just surprising. The Simpsons is probably. Why do people still watch The Simpsons? It is like the best comedy show ever made. Made. I guess objectively that's kind of correct, isn't it? Like it's. Yeah, if you if you want to figure out like the zeitgeist and I don't know, just basically where current comedy comes from, watch old Simpsons. It's wild. I know. I've, I've like seen people go back and like old Simpsons. They're like, oh, it's not funny anymore, but it was the first of its kind. Exactly. That's why it was just revolutionary. It's hard. Like, actually, it's not hard. You can go rewatch it. It's it's worth it. Old Simpsons are it. fantastic. Yeah, I will stand wonderful. by that. They're so funny. Simpsons is amazing. We'll save this for the animation talk, Mister Plow. Because that's the, my name. Hopefully, the people we get on next week, they are <laughs> big <laughs> Simpsons fans. <laughs> a little bit of a teaser. We're just teasing next week's episode. Tease. It is. Good. It is going to be a big episode. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I got a lot be. of movies. That will do. A lot of movies. Um, yeah, I just I want to, like, It's Always Sunny. So I'll try. Yeah, keep trying. I'll keep trying. It and feels like it's up your alley of humor. It does. And I laugh at it. I just I keep waiting to, like, really laugh. And it just haven't hit me yet. There's a lot of really good moments. Very good. Very rating. quotable show. Oh, extremely quotable. A lot of it is Charlie Day's character that I think is very quotable. Bring back AP Pio, though. Please. It feels like such a streaming hit, too. It was so good. Yeah, I think the problem was it was on cable. Yeah. Because cable comedies don't twice, really survive. The cancel got picked up somewhere else and then canceled again. I think so. Yeah. Cable comedies can't survive and nowadays. This is the last... Abbott? That and Abbott are like the last two cable TV shows out there. Cable comedy TV shows. It's Always Sunny isn't really cable. FX isn't really... Well... It's, it's technically like basic cable. cable. FX is still technically cable. Yeah, it's like an add-on. It's like Stars or Showcase. I guess. But you know what I mean, though. It is yeah. the closest thing that we have to like a cable. Yeah, but there's no like basic cable show anymore. Just Abbott, I guess. I'm trying to think. Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon, Good Doctor. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, We're not getting into that. <laughs> Who's your favorite character on Good Doctor? Um, so, yeah, that's my number six. Was it six or seven? Six, I believe. Yeah, that's my number six. Number five, uh, also on FX. Hi, I'm Dave. Dave season three. I want to like Dave, too. Oh, this season blew me away because yeah. I wasn't as much of a fan as the first two seasons of Dave. Ooh, this one just leveled everything up. He's on tour for this season, so it has a lot of fun moments in there. There's one episode that's very Atlanta-like, um, and we've heard a lot about this show being compared to Atlanta. I don't think they're similar. I don't like White Man's Atlanta is what I've heard is like the main thing. I don't think they're similar at all. However, what this show does have is a lot of existentialism as well, which I love, obviously, in a lot of stuff. I think ex- existentialism with good writing is like a, a perfect combo. It's handled really well in this show, and it's a lot. It, the, the whole season is themed around... Dave wanting to find love and him pushing people away to try to find that un- unsustainable goal of love. And it's really well done. There's a lot of really good guest actors in the show. Chloe Bennett is fantastic in her couple episodes that she's in. Rachel McAdams as well is in this show. So good in her couple roles. It's just such a good show. And there's one episode in particular that is, again, controversial. So funny. So funny. Just because they got this actor to buy in to it. And just for 30 minutes, delivered some of the most zany, stupid things I can think of. And the final episode is genuinely tremendous. 
Cool. You look at IMDb, no episodes down, under eight, and I believe there's two episodes that are over 9.5. Okay, that sounds pretty good. I like I like their culture, good. and I just I don't like like uh, gross jokes, and it's a lot of like. Well, little Dicky's always been that. Yeah, I just don't like that humor. I don't think it's very funny. I find his songs really really good. They're funny. But the I songs just, is that humor though. Yeah, but it's also like fun. You know? He's a very good writer. Hopefully, I just don't find that stuff funny. I would like the him songs to, are good. I would like him to release the songs. There was a report that he, like at the end of the summer they might all be coming out, but he hasn't put anything out since 2015 and Earth. And <laughs> I would like all the songs from this these last three seasons to just come out. They're great songs. Mister McAdams is so good. Yeah, cool. Put out your songs, little Dicky. Is it a lot of that humor though? No. Okay. It's there, but it's like side to the writing and you know me i'm a sucker for good writing if i'm saying dave is good writing <laughs> it's there good writing. Go. so that's my number five number four here's where you are probably gonna disagree the last of us season one that high yes i love the game i think the game is one of the best written games i've ever played i don't think that's a like I, if you don't agree with that you're in a harsh minority I never played the game. I don't know. Yeah. It's one of the most acclaimed games for a reason. Uh, it was a way ahead of its time when it came for video games, and it was the perfect case for an adaptation. And that's what it is. It's the perfect adaptation. It's one of the best video game adaptations I've ever seen because the story was already so cinematic as it was. It was so easy for them to transfer. The things I loved about this is what a lot of people also loved. Not just the main story. It was those episodes that focused away from Joel and Ellie. Uh, episode three with Bill... I said Bill Hader. That's not who it was. Uh, Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Um, so fun. So funny? No, it wasn't funny. Uh, the definition of a standalone episode, that is like a 10 out of 10 for me. That episode? Yeah, because it's just yeah, it completely original. It was just outside of the universe, and that's why I think I like this, that it was so early in the season, too. I think the show has potential when it does things like that. Yeah. When it's not so specific to the story. And, yeah, the story is a carbon copy. But it's a masterpiece, so why why not copy it? And why not have those episodes like that where you can have those straightaway episodes and show more of the universe and flesh it out a little bit? Yeah. Tremendously acted. Pedro Pascal, fantastic. Bella Ramsey, also fantastic. Perfect pitch. Ellie, like she's literally a spitting image of Ellie. Image? Like they look the same? No, like, like if you were to close your eyes and listen to them, they are the exact same. Okay. And yeah, like... Ellie and, and Bella don't look the same, but who cares? Don't make that matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And that was a lot of people's complaints. Like, oh, they don't look alike at all. Who cares? Yeah. Bella Ramsey is Ellie. And the two of them, their chemistry replicates it to perfection. Season two is going to be a tough challenge. I'm very interested to see how they're going to handle it. Um, for like, it's not a, I, I guess it's a spoiler, but. Don't spoil it. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it, but it'll be interesting. They've already confirmed that season two is not going to be all of part two, Part two, the game. It's going to be split up, so probably for the best, I think. I think it gives them more chance to explore the universe before they get into the nitty-gritty of part two, which I'm playing through right now. Oh. I never played it before. Maybe I'd like it more if I was I played the game or had like an emotional attachment to it. I just, I just never got into it. I finished it. I just... I wanted to I wanted to like it too. I just 
It was slow for me. That, I don't that's, think that's... The standalone episode was crazy. That was awesome. Yeah, it's really good. Really, really good. It's a well... Like, every character is just the yeah. same. Everything the in it was good. The ending's tremendous. It didn't have the same impact that it had for me because I played the game. But the hard cut of Ellie asking if Joel is lying or not, and he says no, and she goes, okay, and then they just cut it and end it there. Doesn't get much better than that. That yeah. is like a pitch perfect ending. It was a good show. I just, I wasn't as into it, I guess. Yeah, I. It was also just a weird time for like zombie ish stuff. Well, zombies are still like, it's a dying franchise, but it's also not at the same time because The Walking yeah. Dead is still churning out. Which is nuts. Spin off after spin off. I think that's spin-off. it. I'm just like hung over from The Walking Dead. Eh. The zombie. I used to love zombie stuff. Well, zombies just got shoved in our face for yeah, a very long time. A decade. But I liked zombies before Walking Dead. Yeah, it's this is one of the most popular shows of the year. I think yeah. for a good reason. I'm happy it's so good. Also crazy that it came out this year. It does not feel like that. Yeah. I guess no, was it was it December? No, it was January. Holy crap. <laughs> it's like right at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Craig Mazin is like I think he's one of the best writers in television right now. I'm so happy they got him attached to the show. Yeah, it was it was good. And Neil Druckmann. Just it's I'm excited for part two. And what I've played so far part two. You guys are weird. I don't know why everyone's hate hates on part two. Uh, it's mainly love, and then there's a lot of like the diehards are like, you, X Y Z with the game. I it's the exact same as part one. It's still like just tremendous writing, and I think it'll transfer even better than the first game, to be honest. Like cool. It fits okay. Cinematically, I'll keep I'll keep with low. it. Well, yeah, you should. I don't know why you wouldn't. Because I'm bored. <laughs> so we're about halfway through mine. Do you want to give me some of your favorites? TV shows that came out this year? Yeah. Well, keep going. I'll look up what I liked because I don't really remember what <laughs> came out this year. How much have you watched? Television? A lot. But I don't think the type of shows that you watch. Are they all going to be reality? There's a lot of reality TV. Do those count as like, you have to give me narrative. Narrative slash like docu slash like not reality TV shows. Because I think that's cheating. You can't be like, oh, American Idol season 27 is my favorite season of the year. It was a good season of American <laughs> Idol this year, I got to say. How many American Idol stars have actually done something? Uh, a lot? No. Yeah? Not past the first five seasons. Why? Um, five? No. What do you mean? Jennifer Hudson, EGOT winner? She was one of the earlier seasons. She must have been like six. Oh, oh my God! Wow! Thank you for battling semantics about that. Well, keep an eye out for Iam Tongi. Who? <laughs> the guy who just won. The worst thing. Okay, I watched The Voice before I used to watch The Voice, and there is one of my favorite guys on that Morgan show. Morgan Wallen. Was he on The Voice? Yeah. Ugh. Dude, they're still making making celebrities here. I was, well, I was gonna say there was one of them that I really liked, and he had a song called. Money on you, I think. My money on you for the rest of my life. Philip Phillips? Philip Phillips has done nothing in like eight years. So he still had those two songs? There's one song that's burned in my head because it's in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, which one? Gone, Gone, Gone. It's just Peter oh, yeah. trying to like paint. I do remember that. I'd like that movie more than other people do. Me too. It's not good. It's fine. It just holds a lot of nostalgia for me. Tried to watch the first one like two weeks ago. Oh, the first one's worse, I think. Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah. Grow up. You like the first Amazing Spider-Man? 
Yeah, it's the best Spider-Man. By far the best Spider-Man movie. It's not even close. Have you heard of a thing called Spider-Man 2? Yeah. Get over it, guys. That movie's not good anymore. It doesn't hold up. Yes, it does. It's just weird to look at now. And Amazing Spider-Man 1 holds up. Yeah. Have you seen what Lizard looks like? Yeah. He looks terrible. Have you seen terrible. what Tobey Maguire looks like? He, he looks terrible. He's amazing in the second one. No, he's amazing in the new Amazing Spider-Man. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> you cannot sit here and think that that's the best Spider-Man movie. I am sitting here and telling you that that's the best Spider-Man movie. Even and better than Into the Spider-Verse? Yes. You're insane. It's better, dude. He's just, Andrew Garfield is way cooler. He's so cool. Yeah. He's like perfect Spider-Man. He's not a good Peter Parker. Oh, grow up with this take. Why? Because he's way too cool to be Peter Parker. Peter Parker was cool. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Why do people always Peter say Parker that? That's not true. Cool. Oh Peter my Parker God. was never cool. That's the whole point of his In character. In the Amazing Spider-Man, was he cool? He was way yes. too cool looking. Oh my God. Bad take. No, you're the one that's giving the weird take. Tom Holland's bad. Uh, I'll say it. He's not good. He's really annoying to listen to, and he's not Spider-Man. You're talking about a cool Spider-Man? Tom Holland's is cool. He's the most comic he's accurate Spider-Man. He's got like ridiculous abs in the first one. He's, he's the like most 14 years old. He's the most comic accurate Spider-Man. I don't want to watch a superhero movie and watch a loser. He's a superhero. Do super stuff. He's supposed to be a nerdy teenager. He's not supposed to be anything. It's a movie. He Have you seen the comics? Have yes. you read the comics? Yes. That's literally what Peter Parker is. Who cares? I do. It's a movie. No. Yes. Miles is cool. Then they have to, you know what? Then you're right. They have to make the Bella girl from Last of Us look like the video game character. Then. Okay. No, that is ridiculous. <laughs> when you were talking about comic accurate characters, why do you I, need to be comic accurate? I love Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. He's not a good Peter Parker. Uh, he's That's not a good a Peter Parker. Old take. It's I not even good anymore. I don't think Toby is a good Spider Man. Good take. But Spider is, he's the best Peter Parker. Oh, this is. And Tom Holland is a good combo bad at both. both of them. Yeah, he's bad at both. No, he isn't. Tobey Maguire's not good at either of them, by the way. That's so... He's a lame Peter that Parker. That is a horrible take. It's not a bad take. It's he's a, not It's a good. terrible take. He's boring. No, he isn't. He's painful to look at, and he acts weird. I'm supposed to believe that that guy's a Superman, superhero guy? Yeah. No, I That's don't. part of Sam Raimi's charm with these movies. No. Spider-Man's cool. Peter Parker's cool, bro. He's a smart dude. He skateboards. That's sick. Why does he skateboard? Why not? That's sick, dude. He has too much game. Too much game? What yeah. do you mean? Did you yeah. see the way oh, he yeah. flirted with dude, Emma Stone? he rizzed up Emma Stone. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. That's not Peter Parker. That's way cooler. <laughs> also, why do they all date each other? I don't know. It's really what? weird. What's happening? I don't think Toby ever ended up dating Kirsten Dunst, was it? I don't think they dated, did they? Dude, I swear they have. I, I bet they did. Zendaya and Tom Holland are very much in love, though. They're good. This, Tom Holland's good as Spider-Man. You're crazy. And so is Toby. You're dumb. The best Spider-Man. No, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not listening to that. But, like, by far the best. It's not even close, I would say. <laughs> by far is an absurd. I thought that everyone sitting here and telling me that Homecoming yesterday was a bad movie was an awful take. This is the worst take I've ever heard. The Amazing Spider-Man is the best Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And he's the best Spider-Man. Might be the best comic book hero on the team. No, that's a little too far. Spider-Man's my favorite comic book. Yeah, it's like most people's. Well, he's the most relatable, that's why. 
oh, that's why you want to watch a little loser boy. Is that it? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Oh, come on. That's why I like him. So that's why you like the personal. He's cool, dude. Make it's a make cool. a Spider Man for cool people again. They did. Bring back cool Spider Man. Miles is very cool. I love Miles. Yeah, Miles is cool. Miles is sick. Miles yeah. might be fit. My, oh, I like my like Miles more than Peter Parker. Just the story of Miles is just more way more interesting to me. Uncle Ben died. Oh, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Watch that. And that's why Across the Spider Verse does it. Like it's they take that idea of Uncle Ben dying and make it into a core moment, and it's actually sick. What? Watch they do the that movie. In every movie though. No, they don't do it this level. Watch the movie. It's like super. Watch charged. the uh, movie. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it this weekend. So then you can sit here and apologize next week when you go, I'm sorry that I said The Amazing Spider-Man 1 was the best Spider-Man movie, when Across the Spider-Verse, the best Spider-Man movie is in theaters right now. No. Yeah, I think I actually Amazing think you'll agree Spider-Man with me. Spider-Man goes crazy. No, I think you'll actually agree with me after you watch it All next right. week. I'll have to watch it. I will hold you to it. You're doing nothing tomorrow. You're watching it. Yeah. Well, I might be doing stuff. No, you're watching it. <laughs> I got a job, man. No one cares if you miss a day. No one will even know that you're gone. Everybody. Those would. balloons can make themselves, okay? Grow up. Thank you for triggering me for 15 minutes. That's At least we got our clip from the episode. <laughs> uh, anyways, after you annoy me, number three, Barry, season four. Came and went. Yeah. It's done. It's still one of the best shows that has ever graced the screen. Yeah. I tried it. It wasn't for me. That sucks. I know. I want to like it. I've heard There's a lot, a lot of, of things I want to like. I just yeah. Just clearly you're weird. Me. Yeah, I know because my, you like my parents the really liked Spider-Man. it. They want. Or my, I think my dad really liked it. He kept trying to get me to watch it. Four seasons, really good. The way they wrap it up. A lot. Not a lot of people f- big fans of the finale. I thought it was really good. I honestly don't know how else they would have wrapped it up. To be honest, I think it's one of the better things. There's a time jump, which I think a lot of people aren't thrilled with. <laughs> Because they introduced a time jump like with three episodes left. It is a very bold move to do. I didn't hate it as much as everyone else did. I thought it ended very well. So that's one of my favorite TV seasons of the year. This one you can also chime in on as my number two is The Bear Season 2 because you have finished The Bear. I did. Uh, I've talked about it. One of the best written shows, one of the best acted shows. Such a huge jump from Season 1 to Season 2. In terms of cinematography, writing, acting, Molly Gordon's a really good addition. I just, I loved everything about this season. It made characters that I didn't like, likable. It made characters that I liked, love. And it ended in such an interesting spot that I cannot wait for season three. I loved it. Yeah. Thought yeah, was, you give your take because you haven't had amazing. a chance. Um, I thought it was amazing, man. The show, <laughs> everything that people said about it, you know, sort of a slow start to get into and then by the second season you're like wow every episode's a hit every episode is a freaking hit it was amazing it's so well acted it, the what you're saying i think it was you're probably talking about richie right yeah, yeah. Oh. The, his character development in the show is amazing i didn't want to say it when you were on season one because i hated richie in season one now he's like the best character he's <laughs> his redemption arc is insane that episode the richie episode forks incredible so good incredible I've never. That's the most happy I've heard to listen to Taylor Swift in a long time. So good. So so. That's good, a bad man. take. Talking about bad take. <laughs> it's a it's a tremendous season. It was uh, unbelievable. Recommended to everybody. A- ending the season the way they did as well. So good. Such a interesting spot for every character. And Everyone. Building up Carmi to break him down again. 
such a good spot. Uh, yeah, every episode. What did you think of the Christmas episode? I love how I hate cameos as like bits and things. But they're I not like, bits. I like in a the good show. cameo. I hate cameos as bits and things. The way that they used the the, the cameo as another layer of how chaotic the yep. episode was was like so perfectly well done. Mm-hmm. It I, I, it was like chills, bro. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Uh, so good. Oh, spoiler alert for I don't, if you haven't I don't, watched. I don't want to spoil this show for people because it's just. I've been good. wanting to talk about it for a while, though. So, uh, okay. oh, go spoiler alert. Spoiler, you can see it in, in the time code so you don't get spoiled the cameos. John Mulaney, I thought, was my second favorite out of all, uh, third favorite out of all the people in the episode. And the fact that Bob Odenkirk was cast and he didn't have much to do aside from antagonize John Bernthal um, is such a good choice. Yep. John, John Bernthal in that episode was insane. So good. That whole scene about throwing the fork. He's like, don't you throw that fork. He's like, hey, don't you throw that fork. And he's like mocking him, and it just gets more and more chaotic. As you see Jamie Lee Curtis, who we've talked about in the previous episode. It's not much of a spoiler. She, you see that she's everywhere. Do you agree that she's uh, that's her best role? It was amazing. Yeah. Her best role? I think so. That's, uh, that's tough. I, it's got to be up there, right? No, Freaky Friday. <laughs> oh, no. be serious. It's Maybe. got. It's got to be one she of her best. Really good. The way that they portrayed alcohol, alcoholism in this episode too was so subtle. It was like the so well thought out every detail. It was like watching a play. Like I just love stuff and they, that Carmi really wasn't like even like no important. He was there, important. but just you you understand the trauma that he went through with his families and why cannolis were so terrifying for him because they it was the, amazing the, it, the cannoli became a character in the episode I, it's so good john mulaney was really good in the episode I, I i give john mulaney a lot of credit for being more than just a comedic actor he's got a lot of good acting chops i really like him he was kind of doing a bit though yeah but i think he's very capable of being a a good actor i, I was watching it and, and maddie was like it looks like he's on a lot of drugs <laughs> He's the opposite, and that's why he looks like that now. <laughs> yeah, he's not on drugs anymore. He's uh, clean, thankfully. Yeah. I'm a big fan of John Mulaney. Yeah? Yeah, so now we can talk about the last episode, because I, the way they ended with throwing Carmi into a fridge and forcing everyone else to run the restaurant without him and succeed for only a slight bit until you realize that they weren't really succeeding as that much because they still had a bunch of tags that weren't or a bunch of orders that weren't being fulfilled and just seeing everyone's reaction to everything and Carmi destroying his life once again yelling and just venting about his relationship and how he shouldn't have gotten into it with her right outside the door listening to everything did you like Molly Gordon in the season yeah yeah i did some people try to hate on her yeah they say I she's boring why. I thought their relationship was very realistic. It was really, 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 really well done. Yeah. And uh, they have great chemistry, too. When Carmi finds out that it was her, and then um, the cousin comes over and is trying to like cheer him up and being like, is everything okay? And they're just swearing at each other. But then he's just like, I love you to everything that Carmi was saying over and over again. Gave me such chills. Yeah. Such chills. And then they ended it. Yeah. <laughs> crazy i don't know where they go from here i it's amazing man but they have so much to grow like i was saying like this they didn't even open the restaurant yet it was just you can explore so many more things yeah 
I just want it to be equally as good. Do you think Carmi's going to get a happy ending? Uh, I'm not really worried about their ending. Yet? No. Because they still have so much more to yeah. go. I want Jamie Lee Curtis back. I don't think she will. Because she had a little bit of a closer, closure, yeah. I think. But it wasn't much closure for the other two. It was just more closure for her character. Yeah. Also, the burden that the husband has to have now for not telling her that the mom came. Oh, my God. Could you imagine holding that in? It's crazy. Yeah, it's one of the best written shows of the year. Uh, yeah. Go watch it, please. Tremendous. Just actually tremendous. And number one, Succession. Okay. I'll be basic. Don't care. Fantastic ending. Fantastic written season to yeah. do what they did and do a twist with three episodes in and then change the entire trajectory of the show for the last seven episodes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not done secession, so I can't really speak on it, but the way people talk about it, it's like it's the best prestige television that's ever come out. So, I mean, I can't deny yeah. anything yet. Yeah. It, it's a good show. It's one of the best seasons I've seen. Yeah. I, I can't say more. I literally have nothing more to say about it. <laughs> like, it's just, it's been talked to death, and, like, anything I say is not original. It's like talking about, like, The Shining. <laughs> like, Did you watch Mad Men? No. I've heard it's really good, though. Yeah, I just find a lot of comparables if you want to. You should watch Mad Men. I love John Hamm. He's and the that's John Hamm show. That's his role. It's the John Hamm show. Is cool. John Hamm underrated? No. You think he's rated properly? I think he's done a lot of bad roles, <laughs> so I can't really say that he's up there. Like what? Uh, the Muppets. Um, uh, the, the the Muppets movie's good. The baseball one where he's- Do you not like the, the Muppets cr- movie? The cricket? I love the Muppets movie. Are you talking about the second the one? The second one. Oh, the Muppets <laughs> Gone Wanted or whatever that one is? I don't think he's is. in the first one. He, I think he is, isn't he? I uh, didn't like Baby Driver. Oh, he's not. He was fine in Baby Driver. Oh, he has done a lot of bad movies. Yeah, he's done a lot of bad movies. I think he's rated perfectly. Keeping up with the Joneses? Oof. Yeah. What is Aardvark? What are these movies? Oh, he was in Lucy in the Sky. I thought I burned that movie out of my <laughs> mind. When I saw that at TIFF, that was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Oh, really? Oh, so bad. It looks like he's picking his things a bit better now. Yeah. Top I Gun like Maverick. I think he's good. I just think he's properly rated. I think he's in enough stuff that I want to see John Hammond. He's in Mean Girls the musical next year. He's good in the town. I like him in the town. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's good. What's your favorite TV show? Of all time? Yeah. Probably King of Queens. Really? Yeah. Okay. I knew it was going to be a comedy. I just didn't know it was going to be King of Queens. So good. It's like I just I love his good classic sitcom. I'm not a fan of Kevin James. Well, it's it's a good Kevin James role. Yes, the, I, I the kn- Kevin. I, James I know, I know. Thing. I I heard it's a. I know, I know it's a good show. I just nah. It's something about old comedies. I'm just. No. I haven't seen them. I can't really get into them. I like Fraser. <laughs> How old are you? This is just like used to be on TV. It's like the only thing to watch. Isn't that the spinoff? Of Cheers? Yeah. Did you ever like Cheers? Uh, I was more into Fraser than Cheers. It's where everybody knows your name, though. Yeah. Cheers is good, though. You should watch Cheers. 
it's also one of the things there's so many older things that you should watch to understand like references i know i know things that are happening like cheers is a very like it is the how i met your mother before how i met your mother what what what? i think friends was the how i met your mother before how i met your mother Mm. i'm not a friends guy yeah i don't think anybody is a friends person anymore that's not true it's still like one of the most widely popular things I think yeah. everyone gaslit themselves into believing it was a good show. Yeah. Friends is not a good show. I will stand. That's That might be the worst take. or People might say that's like the hottest take I've ever said. I don't think Friends is a good show. I think most people don't think it's a good show anymore. I, it had one of the biggest debuts ever when it came to Netflix. Yeah, on Netflix. And now people are like fighting for the rights to it. Nobody cares. It's on, Cra- watch- it's on Crave now. Exactly. How much money do they spend on that? And I doubt that anybody's like bought a Crave account to go watch Friends. Nobody cares enough. I think it's... The 2010s were a very interesting time for comedies where it felt like everyone like rediscovered Friends. Friends, How I Met the Your Mother, The Office. Yeah. Which is hilarious. And then when people rewatched How I Met Your Mother and realized how bad it was. Or people did the, Now they're doing it with The Office. I think people are way over The Office now. I love The Office. I'll stand by it. I still love that show. How I Met Your Mother, I'm afraid to go back and rewatch because I loved bad. it so much when I watched it. And then I hated the final season, which is a very normal thing to do because it's terribly written i didn't mind it oh it's a terrible ending got the, mm, i didn't mind the ending you got lin manuel miranda in an episode and i just don't want to I, I i was so heated from it that i just never want to go back even though it has so many episodes that i like i really like well, and if, I, you, if you rewatch it the ending makes a little more sense because you kind of see it coming i don't think so i just think it turned like the way that it was going it, it was just do not go in that area and they still did it the show progressed and the writers very clearly had an ending that they wanted in mind. Yeah, exactly. But they did not adjust. Yeah. They stuck with the, the show, ending. The show moved past that ever happening. Nobody wanted that anymore. Yeah, they they stuck pa- they stuck to their ending. But yeah, it, it it moved past the original ending, and they should have just kept it. I I it's just it's just a weird decision to like because the whole ninth season is like ending the arcs that the past eight seasons ended, and then it went. Okay, no, but we have to have like the right ending, which is what like the last episode is like widely hated because it just straight up kills everything it did the last season. Well, go rewatch it and you won't even be bothered by that because it's just a horrible show. It does not hold up at all relatively close to anything. Neil Patrick there. Harris is the MVP though. And I I do think that he was great as Barney. Okay, yeah, you should really rewatch the show cuz it's one of the worst characters ever like all time. <laughs> really? Dude, every episode is about like essaying somebody like it's not funny every joke is just how he's gonna r-word someone it's not a good show mm. i don't think i'll every single episode um, and every single thing he says is about doing that to somebody i like his suits though he's got some nice suits okay you gotta grow up everybody's <laughs> got the suit that song they make is really fun hey, yeah he's yeah. got one on a suit whatever it is it's a uh, yeah i i'll probably never rewatch it I don't recommend it if you hold it hard, close to your heart. The Office, I think, has a lot of rewatch. Still has rewatch value, yeah, yeah. And it's classic for just, all of the I gags. I just don't think like so many people are like rewatch the Office and rewatch the Office. I think people are over that. I watched it once. I had a great time watching it. It's a oh, tremendous. You never even run. did the rewatch. Never gonna rewatch it. Oh, it's good. You should. You should oh, do I, some rewatches. Then. I just. I. I'm more into watching new things because there's so much content yeah. out there that like I feel like rewatching things you never that I've already put seen. something out in the background no I I gotta pay attention I'm that guy that just like sits yeah, there it's... and always has to watch and finish 
Very rarely do I start movies and not finish them, even if I don't like them. Yeah. And it's just the completionist in me, and I think that's the film major and the film like side of me that's like, you go, I have my letterbox, I have my TV time, that everything's like being watched. TV, I'm less stuck. Like, if I watch TV and I don't enjoy it, I, I, I don't really have an issue with stopping. And I know especially if I am not keeping up with it weekly, then I know something's wrong and I'm not enjoying it yeah. versus sitting and forcing myself to watch it. Like Secret Invasion, I've watched the first episode and I haven't watched anything since. And that's already a sign that I Just didn't like it. Don't want to watch it, yeah. I probably will because it's part of the Marvel Universe and I have to keep up, blah, 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 blah. But I, that, that, that's just what I've done. Like, and I, it's, I've tapped in. You can see on my stopped watching on my TV time that I've, I've stopped a lot of TV shows, but I've also continued a lot too in hopes that if they have promise to keep going and eventually they'll get better. And it's happened. I've seen it happen with TV shows. Interesting. Yeah. Like The Bear. Yeah. Yeah. It was a slow start. Did you make up your list of favorite TV shows this year? No, I was too enthralled in that conversation. <laughs> Probably The Bear. Yeah. Probably my one. What else really came out, though, that I've watched? I feel like I would have told you. The Last of Us? Yeah, I wasn't thrilled by The Last of Us, but I guess it's one of the only shows <laughs> that came out this year. I'm trying to... I'll, I'll look up. I'll look up. Uh, did anything I say in like entice you to go and watch? Yeah, I'll probably watch Dave. I have like a whole free night tonight that I'm just going to binge something. So Yeah, go for it. I'll probably do Dave. Did you finish Atlanta? Um, halfway through sec- the second season. Okay, so you're just slowly going your way through Atlanta. Yeah, it's more of a... <laughs> you can't binge Atlanta, I don't think. Yeah. It's more of like a slow like throw on an episode a night, and you're like, okay. Yeah, I was watching it here, actually, yeah. on my phone while I was eating some nachos. That's usually how I've been di- digesting this show. That's how you watch your Atlanta with some nachos beside you? Yeah, I like finish an episode, eat something. It's pretty good. It's, uh, a, it's a great show. Yeah, it is good. I don't want to rewatch it. That's the thing. Like, yeah, it, I it's, like. It's I'm very I'm much of it's never gonna go back. I but think. it it did influence a lot of TV yeah. that's come out. I right do want to. I do want to finish it. It's good. Yeah, it's got some really good episodes. And the cast is insane. Seems a little tone deaf sometimes, though. Yeah, I think we mentioned that on the pod last time. Yeah. Um. Anything else you want to throw for there? You want to see uh, what's coming out this week? Oof. I don't know if I'm ready. You're not ready. Because there is a, a there's a lot, lot coming yeah. out this week. We mentioned for movies, Haunted Mansion, out in theaters today. Well, what's your favorite TV show? Of all time? No, today. Yeah, what's your favorite? What do you mean? Oh, boy. It's probably Better Call Saul. Yeah, people like that one. I'm a Better Call Saul over Breaking Bad guy, and I love Breaking Bad. Both are 10 out of 10 shows. Better Call Saul has the better ending. What about? Don't you like want to watch TV to have fun though? Like, why do you want to just watch Prestige? Prestige, because what? it's the best stuff out there. No, Barbie better than Oppenheimer. <laughs> True, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, no, well, what's your favorite non-Prestige TV show? Like, what am I supposed to say to? I I, I don't like Better Call Saul, but like I'm in the minority, and that's just because I'm <laughs> bored. I'm just not into it. Oh man, I didn't like Breaking Bad. You haven't watched Severance yet? No. That's that's still like non prestige. Give me a comedy. Yeah, non prestige is probably it's always sunny. Even that. Give me a cable. What's your favorite cable show? 
Parks and Recreation. Okay, there you go. That's I love good. Parks. It's a fun show. Parks Watch Community, great. bro. It's like literally know, made I, for I, you. Yeah, I know. It's a TV uh, show that's made I, for you. There's the movie coming out. I will watch it before the movie. I've decided already that I'm going to yeah. watch it. I, I know it's great. I've watched a couple of the first episodes. It's very good. It's right up my alley. I'll get to it. All right? It's literally made for you. I know. Okay? I will watch it. Don't worry. It's probably All It's right. Always Sunny or Parks and Rec. Yeah, those are good shows. Yeah. I watch good shows. What about least favorite that everyone likes? That everyone likes? Yeah. Oh, boy. I also really like New Girl. Yeah, New Girl holds up. I watched New Girl before. That's, there. A, good, that's a good rewatch. I watched New Girl before New Girl became like the new show to rewatch because everyone watched The Office, Friends, and all that, and I was watching New Girl. Yeah, I remember dating a girl, and she was really, really into New Girl. Who's and that And I thought girl? it was so weird. <laughs> and then you watched it, and you're like, oh. Yeah, no, I just like, who watches this show? And then eventually I ended up watching New Girl, and it was really damn good. Yeah. It's a good show. A show that everyone loves? Um, I don't know. I'm not as into Arrested Development as everyone else is. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I think that's like, it's widely considered one of the greatest comedies the yeah. first three seasons. I didn't love it. Yeah, me neither. I think it's kind of a little weird, but it's also like, uh, it's one of the greatest casts ever assembled of comedic. And That's some great moments. Yes. I was just never everything about as into it as I wanted to be. Everything about Tobias is the best parts of that show. Yeah, I'd agree. Not even close. The I just blew myself. <laughs> so he's the best character. But then yeah. there's like a lot of stuff in the show. I'm just like, eh. And Jason Bateman was I was don't think he's not very good in that show. And I love right, Jason Bateman. I love Jason Bateman. Oh, well, he just plays a guy. Have you seen him in Ozark? Yeah. He's very good in Ozark. I like Ozark. Ozark's really good. I should, I should really finish good. Ozark. You I'm should finish the first Ozark. Season. Uh, I didn't love the second season, or the last season. Uh, how many seasons? Four? Five? Five already? Or it was four. Oh, I no, it came out a it's while It's four, ago. and they split it up into two parts. That's why I thought it was five. I feel like I watched this like two years ago. The first so part of sense. season four is really good. Not a fan of the se- second time, and it's a bad ending. I feel like COVID ruins how time works, where so <laughs> many things came out, and I just could not keep up. I was on the Jason Bateman is a good serious actor far more than a comedic actor, and I stand by that. I love his serious roles way more. Well, than even his com- comedy, comedy stuff is being the straight man. But I just enjoy less of just like I don't I I don't know. There's something about his comedy that I'm not a big fan of. But when he's serious, he's tremendous. Yeah. Have you seen The Gift? No. Really underrated thriller movie. That was like yeah. one of the first movies that he. It's Joel Edgerton. It's him and it's Jason Bateman and it's Rebecca Hall. A really good underrated thriller movie that I saw in theaters and I loved. Oh, I did watch this. I watched this like a month ago. It's so good. Yeah, me and Maddie watched this. You like it? I don't really remember it. Yeah. I remember this dude, Joel. Yeah, Joel Egerton. When you said Joel Egerton, I was thinking the, what's that one guy? The Kingsman guy? Oh, Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton. (laughs) No, I that like I I will stand by that Jason Bateman is. I do remember the show. Yeah, the the, the movie. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, it's good. I think I gave this a good rating. It's really good. I yeah yeah this was good. This yeah. was really good. So I saw that in theaters. I was one oh, of the only yeah. people to see it in theaters. Dude, I didn't even know this thing existed. This came out in 2015. Rebecca Hall is one of my favorite underrated actresses. Damn. Watch the Night House with Rebecca Hall. That's so dude. I watched that like a month ago. That's so funny. That's weird. The Night House. Put that on your watch Night list. House, I- I really like that one. Uh, yeah. Let's get into what's coming out th- this week. So, Haunted Mansion. That movie came out. 
whatever. I'm probably not going to see it in theaters. I don't really want to, to be honest. I just have no desire. Do you blame me? I wouldn't. Go watch Barbenheimer instead. Theater Camp is getting its official wide release this week, so haven't seen it yet. Go watch it. I will hopefully check that out before, say, probably Tuesday is when I'm going to go check it out, hopefully. Want to go see that movie? Uh, that's about it for movies. Not a lot. Oh, no, sorry. Talk to Me came out as well. Yeah. That one got uh, not its full wide release yet, but it is a bit more wide-ish release. I think it's probably as much as we're going to get in theaters. It's about 2,000 theaters. Apparently, there's not a lot of jump scares. Good. I want to. I want to see fantastic. Yeah, I keep seeing these weird like A two four boys on the internet, and they they're like, "Oh, this is like the best best horror movie in a very long time. Could be one of the best movies ever made." And it's turning you off of it. It sounds so like Chat GPT wrote them a script or something. Like it seems marketed. It doesn't seem like their actual opinion. It's bizarre. (laughs) But also, the A two four boys are also just want to like things fair i'm more supposed to be good. i'm more intrigued about the fact that these were youtubers before and this is their first ever feature that they've made together oh that's cool yeah and it's a lot it's like people that have been picked out to make this movie Ooh. that they've been wanting to make for a long time let's go see that and apparently it's very like tense yeah that's what i hear but the way that they talk about it it's like do you want to go watch it today you after this yeah Oh, I'm down. All right, cool. <laughs> you got an exclusive <laughs> here. By the time that this is out, we've already seen it. So, yeah. ooh, isn't that crazy? Grab a snack first. TV. Oh, my goodness. There is so much television this week. We went from two weeks of nothing to everything coming out. Twisted Metal. That came out on Peacock. You ever heard the robot of, fighting one? That is the PlayStation game, yeah. video game adaptation with Anthony Mackie and Samoa Joe. Oh, I like Samoa Joe. He I don't know if he's a good actor. He does not voice, so you'll never find out. It is a different person's voice, and it is Samoa Joe's body. I don't know why what? you would ever do that, because Samoa Joe what? is an incredible promo, and he is one of the better speakers in wrestling, and what? it is absolute asinine to do that to him. Because he's wearing, his character wears that? a mask. I don't know. What? I don't know. It's awful. Samoa Joe rules. I know. He's one of the best promos. That's crazy. It's horrifying. It did not get good reviews, but people who are watching it are saying, it's like 30-minute episodes, are saying it's fine. It's digestible. It's stupid. Oh, it's a TV show. It's over the top. Oh, yeah, I'm into shows. There's not a lot, oh. of, a lot more movies after that. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm very miffed by that because I loved his casting because I really think he's a good at, I, he's, uh, wrestling is acting. He's a very good promo. He's a very good talker. I thought it would have been perfect. Don't know why you're not putting his voice in there. That's bananas. Pretty stupid. The Dragon Prince, season five on Netflix. This is a loved TV show for kids slash adults really like it. It kind of reminded them a lot of like Avatar and on the, the realm of that. I watched the first season. Wasn't really super into it. I dropped it. Apparently the last season wasn't very good, and this one is following similar routes, so it looks like this show is going downhill um, which is unfortunate because the first three were very acclaimed. Unfortunate stuff there. You want to watch more Crudes? You can get Crudes Family Tree Season 7 on Hulu. Don't know who's going to watch that. Not me. Harley Quinn Season 4 is back. Everyone loves Harley Quinn. Season 4 on Max. They dropped it's the first three episodes. It's a cartoon, right? Yeah. It's the R-rated Harley Quinn show. It's pretty funny. It's actually very good. I enjoy that show a lot. Not caught up yet, but it's uh, one of the better animated superhero shows out there uh this is a this is one's a surprise (laughs) good omen season two 
that that show that was like seven years ago with David Tennant, Good Omens, based off the book that everyone loved, it's back, season two, and it's getting incredible reviews. So never fault David Tennant. That guy can do everything. He's coming back as the doctor next year. I probably won't watch it, but I've seen a lot of great things about it. It's a very over-the-top show that a lot of people are fans of. Season 2 has been, I wouldn't say anticipated, just there's been a lot about it for a long time, and it's finally out. So fans of Good Omens, congratulations. You guys have gotten your uh, second season, so enjoy that. Something I'm excited for, Heels Season 2 is out. That is the Stephen Amell wrestling show that has a ton of wrestling cameos in it, but it's also very good. So that is starting its run yeah. On Do you like Stephen Amell? I do like Stephen Amell a lot. I good think Canadian he, boy. Yeah, I think he's very good. What about Robbie? I like Robbie Amell too. I think they're both very talented. I think they're talented for separate reasons. Robbie Amell for being a serious actor, less so. Stephen Amell is a better Steve, a serious actor, oh, but I they also they casted Robbie in The Witcher and he has this really weird accent. I haven't seen the new Witcher season. I should watch that. <laughs> well, little do you know, The Witcher season 4 part 2 also came out today. Oh, it's two parts. Dude, Netflix loves their part one, Ugh. part twos. That this ruined is, you for me. I was it's real, ruined I a lot of shows. You momentums and then for me. For so, like I never watched the last. The only the show part. it worked for was Stranger Things to me, because they allowed yeah. it allowed it to build hype. Versus these ones just cut them halfway through the seasons for no reason, and you're just like, why? Yeah, I watched Stranger Things after it was all out. Yeah, I I enjoyed the wait for that one. Uh, not good reviews for The Witcher. It looks like Henry Cavill. The reason he left was because they. Are the writing's getting worse, which is unfortunate because he signed on to the show because he's a huge Witcher fan, and he warned the creators, stop making the show away from the books. Like, I want to stay. Make them more like the books. And they said no. So he's done. It's officially his last hurrah as Gerald, and we can look forward to Liam Hemsworth stepping in there. as the, Is that what's happening? Yeah, as the lead, which, yay. I don't. I want to see that ever. And yeah, that about wraps it up for TV. So it's, it's a lot starting, a lot coming. It's a lot, it's a lot to watch. What's Han- Henry Cavill going to do? Well, he was going to be back as Superman and then they Yeah, he's not Superman anymore. I don't know. I really like Henry Cavill. Yeah. Cast him in more stuff. He's a really good actor. He's a really good actor. He got hated on a lot because of Superman, but also people forget that Superman's very robotic, so he was doing his job and he shows tons of personality as Gerald. He shows tons of personality in Mission Impossible. He's so good at Mission Impossible. Cast him in more stuff. I'd love to see that. A couple more stuff coming out next week, but we will get into that when the next week happens. And that about wraps it up for everything. What about anything else you watched this week before we wrap a little bow? I've only been watching The Bear in Atlanta. (laughs) Oh, God. What are you going to (laughs) say? How much A Good Doctor have you seen? Zero. Okay, never mind. No, yeah, <laughs> don't tell me. I don't want to. I don't want to watch. Um, I haven't watched anything else. I, no, that's a lie. I watched quarterbacks. I started quarterbacks. I should start quarterbacks because I I said I wasn't probably gonna watch it, but I've seen so much about it that I was yeah. like, you know what, I'll watch it. They got they locked out, man. No idea how they got those three quarterbacks as three very different journeys. Getting the craziest season <laughs> with Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Getting a very up and down, also crazy season with Marcus Mariota. And I haven't found out yet about what happened, why he left halfway through the season. And then getting Patrick Mahomes, who won the Super Bowl. And I'll, you know what? I'll say it. It's kind of turning me my opinion on Patrick Mahomes a little bit. 
What are you, a hater? Yeah. Oh, grow up. I, I am, because I've actually very- the Brady boy. I've enjoyed him a lot, and it's fun seeing his competitive side, and I yeah. kind of understand it now. He's like the best. And Kirk Cousins I've always liked, and I think that this is- ter- you always like Kirk Cousins? Yeah, I think he's a very underappreciated quarterback, and I this has also turned a lot of people on Kirk Cousins. Underappreciated? Yeah. Like, okay, he's, this is for another pod. <laughs> like, he's overhated, I think. I think he's very overhated, and I think it's a lot of money. Though okay, we got this is who football. Uh, that's a that's a different pod. That's like, we're, this is a movie podcast. Um, I'm just saying, like he's a very likable person, and you understand a lot of things that he does. And he has a really tough will. He was hurt the whole season. Yeah, and it's pretty incredible seeing the stuff he did because he had a very good season. Didn't win. Didn't do anything. But I, good I like season. And why didn't I win fantasy? You had Kirk Cousins as your quarterback. I had Justin Herbert. And then I traded him away and picked up. I Kirk. mean, Herbert didn't have a very good season last year. Exactly. I thought he was going to blow up. I had JJ, so I was fine. But. If you get JJ again this year, you're going to have a great season probably. With no Thielen? <laughs> different pod. Sorry. Pod, different yeah, pod. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that wraps it up for that. Oh, no. Nemona. Yeah, you watched Nemona. Go watch okay, Nemona. Well, I'll, wait, I'll wait. Wait for next week. I know. I'm not going to say much more. One. Go watch Nemona right now. It's one of the best movies that's come out this year. So, so good. Go watch this movie. Out of nowhere. Netflix, you suck. You absolutely <laughs> suck. Market this movie. What are you doing? I, I didn't, You said you were watching this movie. I was like, what the hell is that? Ridiculous. It should get nominated for an Oscar. I th- probably will. You suck, Netflix. You actually suck. I'm, I'll am i save mo- much of my thoughts for next week's for our animation pod. But I was about to flip off the camera. I realized I didn't do that. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <laughs> probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, let's wrap this episode up. Okay. And that's going to bring us to the end of another exciting episode. It's a good episode. I enjoyed that. Of our one. podcast. Yeah, I feel like you, you talk a lot, bro. You're like, you're turning red by the end of these things. <sighs> Brother, I feel like as the episodes have gone on, that I've just become more and more talkative. Like, yeah. it was kind of just chilling, and now I feel like I'm just. You're spo- the heart and soul. Am I? Thanks. Thanks. You I just t- tell me things, and I say, that sucks. <laughs> Andrew Garfield, better. <laughs> Ah, we're both hosts here, though. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Oh, that's how it works. Oh, we. Do you, <laughs> you want to end it like that? You want me to? Okay. What? Yeah, no, that's fine. You're, right. you're just as much important as this as I am. Oh yeah. What? Nobody just wants to listen to you. Yeah, I know. I don't know who. Would do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we hope you enjoyed our discussions today and had as much fun as we did. Exploring the world of cinema and television. We want to thank all our listeners for joining us on the cinematic journey. Your support and engagement means the world to us. Thank you for all the new followers. Apparently, that was our our latest episode was our biggest. Yeah, and if you haven't watched it yet, go listen to it. Go watch it. It'll be on YouTube. It's not up yet, but it will be up shortly. Uh, And go give it a listen. It was a good pod. Hell yeah. Remember to subscribe, rate, and share this podcast with your fellow movie enthusiasts. Follow us on Letterboxd, Piccolo, and Gax Reviews. I remember. I good remember. job. Look at you. Uh, Jake underscore Schultz six. Yeah, on, on Twitter. Twitter. Uh, Mike Jose Collins on Twitter. If you have any movie or TV show recommendations, also send them to us or tell us that we're idiots. Yeah. And the Cinemates Pod on Twitter as well. And yes, of course. The Cinemates Pod on Twitter. Gotta throw that on there. Too. Anyway, until next time, keep watching, keep exploring, and let the magic of cinema and television continue to inspire and entertain you. This was Cinemates. See you later. 